Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. That's Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by Jeremy Rutherford. He's joining us live from Nashville, Tennessee, where he has the boots on the ground as the Blues made their first big trade of the offseason. Cowboy boots. See, Nashville country. Ooh. JR's a cowboy boots kind of guy. JR, appreciate the time as always, man. You having a good time out there yet? Oh, yeah. Nothing going on with the Blues. I just uh, bellied up to the bar and I got a stool here for uh, Alex. So just waiting for you to get down here. No. Uh, you hear how he just said Alex there, J- uh, T-Bone? JR, I just want you to know there's no chance Alex will be at a bar during our two JR, days in Nashville. You, JR, you tell me time and place. I'll see you there. As long as it's before 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah before 10 o'clock. No, they uh, unless Tanner gets a fake ID, I don't know that uh, he's going to be able to sit next to us here. <laughs> We'll put him in a purse. We'll be like one of those Paris Hilton dogs. But like, oh, no, this is just my support friend. All right, JR, we do have a lot of business to get to, and I want to do that because I'm a little jealous of the fact that I will not be joining you guys in Nashville. Uh, Kevin Hayes coming to the Blues, 3.5 mil, three-year deal, 31-year-old center coming over for the Flyers. All they had to give up was a 2024 sixth-round draft pick. What would you make of the move? Yeah, how about this? I think it is a good deal for the Blues for a couple of reasons. Let's touch on it. First, I think that the uh, the bigger deal a couple of days ago was going to involve more players, uh, perhaps Travis Sanheim, perhaps uh, we know Tory Krug. Uh, Krug uses his no-trade clause to, to veto that trade, but the Blues still had interest in Hayes, and the Flyers had interest in moving him. He was a healthy scratch back in uh, the first half of last season. Three years left on his deal. He didn't get along with uh, the coaching staff there with John Tortorella. And so he comes to St. Louis and the blues are going to get him at 50% off the flyers. As you guys touched on, I'm sure uh, will retain 50% of the salary guys. I was just looking at this next year. The blues are going to come in with Brana and Hayes who would cost about $12 million. According to their contracts, they're going to get both players for $6 million. So I think the situation here is Doug Armstrong is showing that he wants to be competitive uh, even though he's keeping his eye on the future with regard to these young prospects and draft picks. JR, from your understanding, Tory Krug waiving his no-trade right from Philadelphia, does that mean it's official he's not going to be traded, or are there other trades that the Blues are investigating? Here's the way I see, see the situation as it stands right now. He did not want to go to Philadelphia, which, of course, is in a rebuild, and it, I think it's going to be a tough rebuild. You know, They're selling off some assets right now, and it's going to take a while for them to be competitive again. He's 32 years old. They likely would have wanted to trade him uh, at the deadline or next summer. That means Tory Krug and his family are moving twice uh, in the next year. So that's not a situation that I don't think he envisioned himself. Does that mean he's shut off all ideas in terms of the Blues trading him somewhere? I don't know that. I I haven't uh, got confirmation on that. But I'll say this. Once a player in Tory Krug's situation knows that the team would like to move him, 
it's tough to play in that environment. And I know that he did what he should have done. He has that clause in his contract. He has that right. He knew when he did it that it would be tough to come back to St. Louis. But now what kind of pressure do the Blues put on Tory Krug if another deal arises? Hey, listen, you're going to be a third-pair guy. Uh, yeah, you're going to play power play. Minutes might be down. Here's going to be your situation in St. Louis. Will you accept this trade to XYZ? I don't know what he would say if it got to that point. Do you think they will consider waiving him, JR? I, I don't think so. I think that they still see him as an asset, especially what they have, uh, you know, having a power play specialist in, in him. So, you know, could this thing get off the tracks a little more? I suppose. But as I see it right now, I don't know that that's their intention. I think they tried to make a trade that they felt was going to be beneficial to them. They would have brought in Sanheim. Basically, Krug and Sanheim would have swapped spots. Uh, but now that uh, that's not taking place, do they look for another trade? I'm sure they are. Uh, but if you can't p- find a perfect fit like they believe that they had with Philadelphia, then you just bring them back and everybody moves on. Look, we've seen it the past couple of years. Who would have thought Tarasenko would have played a couple more years in a Blues jersey? But this is how things go in, in professional sports. Jeff, from your reporting, we, we've learned that Nick Letty, Colton Pareko, Justin Falk had not been approached to waive their no-trade clauses in a trade. Does that change now that they know Tory Krug is not willing to be traded? It's a great question, and I think anything could happen. I think that once you can't trade Tory Krug to Philadelphia, does Doug Armstrong uh, revisit possible talks with another team about one of those three? Uh, at this point, I don't see that happening. I think what Doug Armstrong has told everybody here by uh, this news coming out that Tory Krug was the player involved, that he's the player that they want to move. You know, I did have talks with, uh, you know, those other camps for Letty uh, and, and Falk and, and Pareko and, you know, just use Nick Letty, for example. He wants to be here. He likes it here. So I think they'd run into a similar situation with those defensemen that you touched on in terms of uh, exercising their right to veto a trade and, and not approve a, a trade, uh, just like they did with Tory Krug. So to me, uh, the Blues have identified Tory Krug as the guy they want to move. I think if they try to find another deal it would involve him rather than one of those other three so essentially it's they move tory krug if they want to find a defenseman whether it's travis sanheim or i brought up noah hannafin and if they don't move tory krug they're not bringing back or bringing in a new defenseman it's going to be the same defensive group yeah that's the way it appears now i mean there's a lot that could happen even tomorrow leading into uh, the draft you know that's when these types of things happen uh, the thing with uh, the blues defense is they would have to alleviate some salary you looked at the situation where they were going to make that deal with Philadelphia and bring in uh, Travis Sanheim. You know, Philadelphia was going to, like they did today, retain 50% of Hayes' contract. You know, it's no surprise or coincidence that the Blues signed Scott Perinovich to that one-way deal for $775,000 right when they thought that that trade for Tory Krug was going to go through. Now, we all certainly thought that Perinovich, with his injury history, was going to get the one-year, uh, probably get the one-way minimal money but Doug Armstrong is a guy who likes to check his boxes and and be safe with things and they got Perinovich done and they figured okay here's a guy that we know is going to be here next year we don't have to worry about any contract issues and now let's make this trade Sanheim for Krug it didn't work out you know now they move forward it, it could be the same defense that comes back uh, but I think that now that they've opened the the can here with Tory Krug I wouldn't rule out the possibility of them continuing down that road with somebody if they find something. Jeremy Rutherford will have all of his great reporting over at The Athletic and on Twitter at J.P. Rutherford as he is live in Nashville over the next few days while the NHL draft is taking place. And there's a bunch of news that's already taking place today with other teams, uh, including the Blues, who traded for Kevin Hayes. Uh, Jr. final question that I've got for you. I wanted to follow up on the defense situation 
Do you think there are other names that could become a factor for the Blues? And if so, who are some of them that you've heard out there? Uh, just in terms of the defense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you hear the names like uh, Orion Graves. Uh, you, you hear uh, some other names. I think that those are possibilities. But again, I go back to moving some salary. And if you can't move the salary, then you can't bring these guys in in free agency. And, you know, some of these guys in free agency you know, aren't too flashy, probably aren't going to cost that much money. But then you're starting to talk about seven, eight guys on one-way contracts if you're trying to bring somebody in. So to me, if the Blues are going to do anything to this defense, if they're going to bring in any defenseman in trades or free agency, it's going to have to coincide with one of these guys leaving. Have you heard any speculation of the Blues being involved with Hannafin? Well, that's a name that's been popped up a lot here in recent weeks, and, and deservedly so. You know, I think he's a guy who could come in and, and help this team. Um, is that a situation where the Blues – you know, could move out a, a player to bring in Hannafin, you know, sure. But that's, that's a situation in Calgary that I think is, you know, difficult to read right now because who are they going to move and what are they looking for to get those players? They're, they're not going to let everybody leave mass exodus, even if these players are telling them they're not going to resign next year. I, I think it's going to take, uh, you know, a lot of work for Craig Conroy, the GM up there to, to figure out that situation. But what we know is that Noah Hannafin does want to get out of Calgary. And if Craig Conroy wants to get something for him, I think there's going to be a lot of interested suitors. I just know, looking at the blue situation, that they've got to have room to be able to bring him in. And when I say make room, if you're trading a guy out, we're talking about four top four guys with no trade clauses. How do you make it work? We just found out this past week that it doesn't always work out like you hope. He's Jeremy Rutherford. Find his work over on The Athletic. Jerry, appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy yourself out there on Broadway. Yep, thanks, guys. See you soon, uh, Alex and Tanner.